everyone, and welcome to another slightly shorter episode of Curiosities in Psychology, where this week we're going to be discussing the psychology of fashion. So did you know that in the 1930s, the average woman owned nine items of clothing, but nowadays the average woman buys 67 items of clothing per year. And the amount of clothing men purchase has also increased drastically since this time. So these are American statistics, so it's going to be different in Australia and all over the rest of the world. But the fact still stands that we're consuming so much more than we ever have before. So as we've begun to consume so much more, the psychology behind fashion and why we make certain fashion choices and what difference this makes to our behaviors and our mindsets has started to be focused on a lot more. So fashion psychology delves into the relationship between our clothing choices, um, our identity formation, our sense of self-esteem, and our general human behavior in relation to what we're wearing. So what you wear is part of your identity, whether you want it to be or not. So it used to be that clothing was limited and had a primary purpose of displaying both your gender and your social status. But nowadays, however, we have so much choice within clothing and within fashion that we can use it to reflect a lot more about ourselves. So if you're going to judge me subconsciously or not based on what I'm wearing, and you're going to assume to an extent the kind of person that I am. So we're surrounded by and influenced by fashion daily. So whether that's judging someone's personality based on their looks or judging our own selves and our own sense of self-worth by what we're wearing or by how we change our behavior when we wear different clothes. But despite all of this, the psychology of fashion is often something that's been overlooked until recently. Yet how we dress and what we choose to wear every day and the way that we judge other people based on what they're wearing is all a pretty significant part of modern human behavior. And in fact, one of the founders of psychology, William James, actually put a large emphasis on fashion, stating that clothes are an essential part of the material self, the spiritual self, and the social self. So we know all the basics around fashion psychology. So there's a lot of pop culture around color psychology, like how um, the color blue is meant to be a calming color, and how red's meant to be a more attractive or more seductive color. And we know things such as how just changing into your gym clothes can immediately make you feel more motivated to work out and actually start producing dopamine, and how changing out of work clothes at the end of the day into something more comfortable also creates that mindset shift and allows you to relax more. But what's the actual research behind all of this, and why does it affect us so much? So there's a term used in fashion psychology called enclosed cognition, and it describes how the clothes that we wear affect our behavior, um, our attitudes, our mood, and our confidence. And as a result of all of this, it also affects the way that we interact with others. So if you're wearing formal work clothes, you're more likely to have a stiffer posture and speak in a slightly different manner to when you're wearing more chilled, relaxed clothes. And this is regardless of who you're around. So the clothing that you're wearing, because of what we associate with this type of clothing, affects how we interact with others. And studies have shown that clothes also affect our cognition. Now, I was pretty skeptical about this when I first read about it, but I did further research and the studies I found are actually pretty valid. So the two psychologists who coined the term enclosed cognition, Adam and Galinsky, did a study in 2012 on participants' attention levels and focus when wearing a lab coat compared to wearing just plain clothes. And they found that those who were wearing the lab coat made less errors on a strip test task and therefore showed better selective attention than those who weren't wearing the lab coats. But they also showed that this result was only relevant for those who were told that the lab coat was a doctor's coat. So some participants have been told that it was a painter's coat instead. And so those participants didn't actually do as well on the attention task. And this was because of the association they made with the clothes that they were wearing. 
There was also a further study done by a group of researchers looking at the effects of wearing a swimsuit on cognitive performance. So they got a group of both men and women, all of average intelligence, and split them into two groups. So one group had to wear a swimsuit or a bikini if they were female, and the other group wore just jeans and a jumper. And so they found in this study that the women who were wearing bikinis did worse on a maths test than the women who were wearing jumpers. But the results didn't change for the men. And the reason for this was after surveying the participants was due to increased body image shame, self-objectification, and anxiety for the women who were wearing the swimsuit. So this is interesting because obviously clothes can't actually affect our intelligence, but they can affect our mindset and what we're thinking about at the time of wearing the clothes, which can then affect our results in tests that are measuring intelligence. But this study also proves how much stereotypes around clothing and stereotypes around how we feel that we should look in certain clothing can really affect us mentally to the point where we're not effectively using our minds because we're so preoccupied with what we're wearing and how we think we should look when we're wearing those clothes. And this seems to affect women more so than men. So I will say that both these studies had pretty small sample sizes, but they were still valid. And it's interesting to note the types of things in general that we're aiming to study within fashion psychology. So moving on from our own perceptions and our own mindset changes that can be created by fashion, what we wear also affects others' perceptions of us too. So we're often told for a job interview to dress to impress and that looking smart will create a good first impression. And there's general knowledge too about the 10 second rule in job interviews, which is the idea that interviewers form a pretty strong opinion about a candidate within the first 10 seconds of meeting them. And so a lot of this is influenced by appearance as well as our body language and our initial first greeting. So if you're wearing the right kind of thing for a job interview and you're feeling confident in it, that can have a pretty significant influence on a job Job interviewer's first impression. But what should you be wearing to a job interview? Well, a study in 1990 found that wearing masculine clothes to a job interview contributed to perceptions of the individual being more decisive and supposedly more self-reliant. And the participants that were wearing more masculine clothes, such as a suit, were literally more likely to be hired regardless of sex. Which is kind of crazy and it shows how influential fashion can be on affecting people's perceptions. So the other important thing to discuss within fashion psychology is how fashion dictates our cultural identities and our sense of belonging. So most schools, primary schools and high schools have school uniforms and this is supposedly used to promote a sense of belonging and a sense of inclusion within the school environment. And it's the same with sports teams in wearing the same gear or with choirs or other community clubs. The clothes are used to create this sense of unity. And so then often outside of these spaces, people want to keep up with certain trends or changes in fashion or more often wear the same types of clothes that their friends are wearing or people close to them are wearing. Because again, it creates this sense of belonging in the community. But further, as I mentioned before, clothing choices can also be symbolic of cultural identity or cultural significances. And this can be quite important psychologically because often um, immigrants or individuals from diverse backgrounds can use clothing to navigate the complexities of cultural integration. So seeking to balance their heritage with contemporary influences. And so fashion is largely a way to express this. So fashion can be used to express and navigate cultural identity, personal identity, and can be used in general to symbolize many different things. And so looking at the psychology of fashion helps us to understand how the clothes that we wear affect our own opinions of ourselves and change how we feel and we act, and also affect how we perceive others and how we behave around others based on what they're wearing. But it's important to note too that it's not so much the actual clothing that changes our own mood or mindset, but what we associate with that clothing and how we feel when we're wearing it. So if you're wearing something that you feel comfortable in, you're more likely to feel confident and therefore act accordingly. 
So that's all for this week, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. And as always, if you want to find out more, head to my Instagram, TikTok or Facebook pages and check out YouTube and Spotify or any of your favorite podcasting platforms for more episodes. Otherwise, I'll see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.